1: i'm shen
0: and i'm lay
1: and we are back at the Day Not podcast we're back <laughs> <laughs> we are excited and tired
0: i know but All i feel like those and
1: everything in between
0: yeah like i feel like i'm just like that's like just as, how as i naturally am can i tell <laughs> you how my one of my good friends just also shared with me that she's pregnant And, uh, yeah, I'm super excited for her and it's hilarious because she didn't realize that she was pregnant. And she said one of the primary symptoms that she had almost like the only symptom that she had was fatigue. And she's like, well, I also have a toddler. So I'm like always tired. (laughs) So I didn't think anything of it. Like, I didn't think like, oh, okay. It's weird. Cause she's like, she was breastfeeding and then her period didn't come back. So she thought, oh, she stopped breastfeeding. Well, she rest, sorry. She didn't stop. She started breastfeeding less. So when her period didn't return, she was just like, oh, okay. Like maybe we just taking it sweet time to come back. And then like, she was tired as hell. And what she's like, well, decides to take it sweet time. I know <laughs> because you know what? Sometimes I do say that like when you breastfeed, oftentimes like you won't have a period that did not happen for me. I got my period at five months and I was still actively breastfeeding until like 14 months. So I was pissed, what? but whatever. Yeah. The mine came back with a vengeance. It was really, it was a sad day. It was a sad, sad That's day. That's in so interesting. Yeah. I was mad. <laughs> <laughs> so mad because I'm like what so I died when she said that She's like I'm legitimately like it was just because I was like okay like it's been like four months like why is my period not back and she's like and I just started to feel a little more sluggish and she's like again I just thought like you know what maybe I'm just getting a little bit of weight because I have been eating a bit more I'm back at work now and I'm sitting down I'm not moving around as much with the toddler and comes to find out she's like literally 12 weeks pregnant. <laughs> that long that long I was wow. like, wow, that's crazy. So
1: anyway. It must be mild. I always yeah. think that people are so lucky when they just like go through life not realizing they're pregnant for so long. I found out, uh, like, I knew I was pregnant at, like, three
0: days. Oh, girl, same. <laughs> like, it's, like, literally three hours pregnant. I'm, like something's I right. was so sick. <laughs> Something right. Something
1: right. As soon as that sperm entered, I was like, right? oh, God.
0: Here it is. <laughs> I was sweating. I was sweating. <laughs> that's it takes no time at all (laughs) that's hilarious but anyways friend how are you doing
1: I'm doing awesome I mean considering how my days have been before yes today was a good day I take it one day at a time and today is a good day I ate all my meals and it stayed inside amen (laughs) so I count that a win (laughs) that
0: is a huge win
1: um yeah so today I was on social media and You know, this is why I don't go on social media a lot anymore, especially since I've been pregnant because I'm too emotional and I already just don't like it. And I saw a video of this lady um, sharing that her child had an allergic reaction to formula because it's a formula that she doesn't usually use and because of the shortage, she had to buy another formula. And the comment section made me so upset. Because it was mothers saying what Say leaving such ruthless comments. Oh, gosh. Horrific comments. I was so bothered by it because as mothers, we all know that this journey can go either way, especially as myself. Yeah, I was breastfeeding and I could not produce any milk with everything I've tried for. So I only breastfed for three months. And I had to use formula. I had no choice. I could not feed my baby with dried up bleeding nipples.
0: Oh. And
1: that was the choice I had to make because my baby needed to be fed. And if I were to read those comments in the state I was in at that time, I'd be mortified. That's and then horrifying. that made me spiral because I got scared. I was like, what if I don't produce milk this time? Oh, again? Lord. What if I don't have any at all? And then I got scared because I'm like, there's no formula. So I was like, you know what? off for the rest of the day until I get yes. home because I'm not looking at this I was like I gotta protect my peace because the way social media is set up it's not for me
0: I'm telling you it's a <laughs> gift and a curse like I didn't I it's so funny because my friend was telling me about that as well and we were talking about um, a comment that um, like a man had made and he was like I don't understand what the big deal is why don't you guys just breastfeed and I'm like, first of all, who invited men into the chat? Sure. That's what I'm trying to figure out. Like, I'm just trying to figure out who, who invited anybody with a penis into the chat about breast milk. Like, this is not, this has nothing to do with you. formula. Like, this is nothing. This is not your business, sir. And moreover, like, did you really think that that was a profound suggestion? <laughs> why don't you just use your tits, ah, uh, dummy? Like, you. He hello? felt confident in saying that. <laughs> For a multitude of reasons, women cannot like produce milk naturally, and even when they can, they have like. Why are we debating this with you? Get gone.
1: Yeah. Go on, yeah. go
0: on go on somewhere. Go on somewhere, please. Go on somewhere. It's Bye.
1: very sad though. That other mothers.
0: Yeah, mommy mafia. Feel,
1: yeah, that mommy mafia.
0: It's an intense place. But I'm glad that you had the know it all to check out and save yourself.
1: Definitely, because that would have definitely, especially the way I'm set up, I'd be so worried. And that for would real. definitely spiral into something that is not good for me. Good for you. <laughs> definitely.
0: <laughs>
1: but yeah. Other than that, I'm great.
0: <laughs> good times. Fantastic. Super
1: pregnant. I'm almost in my third trimester, so I'm excited.
0: That is good. I think I have
1: one more week to go and then I'm in my third trimester.
0: Damn, look at that. I know. And I just know. like
1: that. Things are things are turning around for me. <laughs> I'm so hopeful for my third trimester
0: because that's when everything got better for me the last time. I'm keeping my fingers crossed for you. That's in the same that you have Please. the same luck. <laughs>
1: please because I can't take this anymore
0: I'm so hungry (laughs) (laughs) how are you doing I'm doing well I'm doing fine school is a pain in the ass I'm waiting for it to be over I mean I love my kids love my job but boy it's just been a year every teacher no matter where you live is kind of feeling the same way we are just ready because teaching is tough on its own teaching during like through a pandemic, even if it's kind of like we're in the post-pandemic season, it's still headache. So yeah, I'm just kind of, I'm really very much ready for the end. And I, I can see it. I can see it. Like I'm counting down. Now we have like, I think it's 28 working days. So <laughs> I'm fantastic and I just discovered non-alcoholic corona now I'm sorry I've talked about this already (laughs) on the story and I'm bringing it up here again because it is a game changer corona is one of the things one of my favorite drinks particularly during the summertime discovering that there was a non-alcoholic version has been life-changing because it tastes exactly the same so friends if you are pregnant if you are not drinking if you are you know just deciding to like you know reduce the amount of alcohol you consume non-alcoholic corona you look at it. I'm so good. It's burp, it making me burp. It's wild, but it's delicious, and I love it. And I recommend it for everybody. Um, I think I'll try. I'll try it out one day. No, you definitely need to. It's so good. Leon tasted it too, and like he was a good judge, and he was like, "Wow, this is freaking amazing." I'm like, "I know, right?" So good. So and it so tastes exactly the same. Identical. I need a lime to really like kick it over, like like kicking up a notch. But it's there. Oh my god, I'm getting hot. That's the other thing that I'm experiencing now: hot flashes. So one minute same. I'm like super hot, the next minute I'm cold. It's annoying um but yeah other than that like i haven't had any like you know too much sickness or uh cramping or round ligament pain and round ligament pain kicked my ass the first time this time around i guess because everything's already stretched it's been much smoother um so i'm excited i'm really excited i'm very happy and pumped to rihanna the shit out of my pregnancy so (laughs) (laughs) prepare to see this belly because it will be everywhere everywhere yeah my belly was
1: outside today I went to go get my eyebrows done and uh, yes I was just like I'm my my shirt's up today my shirt is staying up it's just gonna be a pants my belly and the top of my shirt and that's it
0: I think it's adorable it's too hot it's It's too hot hot and listen I'm like I'm creating life so I I dare you to say something I dare you to say something about it yeah people look but I'm like that's right
1: there's a human life in there
0: yeah right like if Feast your if, eyes
1: on this <laughs>
0: <laughs> if you've been looking you should be looking with pride and excitement yeah That's right it. in amazement
1: in amazement all right. exactly for a second i was just like oh my god am i gonna throw up?
0: <laughs> oh god
1: not yeah, the pregnancy still here, not here. <laughs> yikes
0: I know. I know i you know what to be honest i've got bustling nausea- nauseated today so like i feel like I'm all gonna, day um, today
1: oh boy I've been eating a lot of ice.
2: i'm sorry but you guys are both pregnant right now
1: we're both pregnant yeah very pregnant.
0: <laughs> very well. She's very, she's more pregnant. We're six weeks apart. Like, she's this is a non alcoholic corona. I highly recommend. <laughs> I don't Yesterday, I'm putting everybody on. It's so freaking delicious. No, I, I gave up drinking
2: altogether. And I let me tell you what a kombucha will do for your life if you don't
0: drink oh, alcohol. I'd be like, you
1: gave up drinking postpartum. Yeah.
0: Wow, good for you.
1: I feel yeah. like I'm heading in that direction, to be honest. I know, I I was going (laughs) to.
0: Oh my, what?
1: She's like, girl, you know, I'm just so turned off from it right now. And I just don't see the appeal at this very moment. Maybe because I've been sick for the last six months. (laughs) I don't want to throw up anymore. (laughs) But um, I just don't see the appeal. And I don't know if I'm going to. We'll see, though, you know, after the baby comes out, we'll see.
0: The other day, I drove into the LCBO. Like, I drove into the liquor. Like oh, the I was like, what? And I drove right into there. And I was like, oh, my God, I haven't had, like, a glass of wine in forever. Like, completely forgetting that I was pregnant. I just dawned on me that, like, I feel like it's been months since I've had a glass of wine. Like, what the heck? I'm like, oh, my gosh, I'm craving it. Pull right in. About to, like, unbuckle my seatbelt. I'm like, oh. <laughs> that's why I haven't had a <laughs> Bless your heart. Got <laughs> it. Got it. Just I know went on things. home. Went on home. <laughs> wow
2: well you know it's why do you it's funny that you say that you're thinking about stopping for me it was obviously the pandy we all had an opportunity to like reevaluate our lives yeah and yeah. you know what and in the health situation it's like all the crazy that we keep hearing safe not safe mask no yeah. mask i was like it comes down to it and i was really thinking i've done so many episodes on black maternal health as well yeah but what we've determined is we're on our own sis <laughs> like if you want to care of your health. You gotta take care of your health. You can't yeah. be like, let me go to a doctor and see if he can help me. No, they we yeah. what we determined historically mm-hmm. is they don't care <laughs> what yeah. our health. Is. So I've been on a detox. I don't drink. I'm a vegetarian. Like I'm
0: going <gasps> hardcore. Wow. No meat. I haven't, I know how meat. you
1: feel about that Lay.
0: No meat, <laughs> no sea, meat. like not even seafood. Like as you're, cause you're not even pescatarian, you're vegetarian.
2: I no. I eat, I eat salmon. I eat okay. salmon. But like, yeah, I haven't had meat in like 10, 15 years. Oh, my God. oh my God. I know it's a change y'all, yeah. but you know, an adjustment. Yeah. It's been a just adjustment, but like sugar, like we all know what sugar does, right? Yeah. And, and this is how I parent also. I just want to look at the whole equation. And go, does this equation work for our life? And I just, I don't know. It's something that allows us to be strong and healthy. And my daughter loves it. Um, I don't have a taste for it. So I'm not like going to force myself to eat it. Mm-hmm. I understand also by blood type, you might be a meat eating blood type girl,
0: right? You might be, sure oh. I do you guys, are you familiar with the blood type
2: <laughs> I'm diet? Not, like, but
0: I'm like, I'm like, no, I mean, I'm I've so heard like of it. But... Because I'm like, uh, I'm confident that I am. The way that I crave meat is nuts. Yeah. Like I'm a, I I'm a carnivore. No, I like never crave meat.
2: I never think about it. Never. When I smell it, it doesn't smell good. So oh my I'm the blood type that is predominantly vegetarian. Like these are the details that I love so much because then it's not like, well, this is the way I grew up and I was always eating meat. So I should keep doing it. Well, maybe not. We have to stop these patterns that we're in, that we were taught mm-hmm. by our parents and be really conscious about what works for me. And so I was raised on chicken and chicken and chicken. And guess what? My body doesn't process chicken very well. So I'm constantly inflamed by chicken. Wow. I take chicken out of my life. Wow, look at my body working like it's supposed to. So I'm very that, I'm conscious about, I'm conscious 360, right? That's literally my
0: daughter. My daughter hates beef and has never liked it. Yar will eat chicken not crazy for fish but like generally she just like does not like beef she doesn't like hamburgers she doesn't like steak she doesn't like beef she just does not like it she's not even a big like 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 it either she just likes chicken and
1: shrimp only yeah
0: that's all so it's like you know what like neon and i were like we're like let's just stop like let's not like why are we forcing this like for what Mm
1: -hmm.
0: yeah
2: but that's not the way our parents parented right no
1: no no
2: (laughs) Yeah, it's the only thing (laughs) yeah but but wait wait what was that accent where are you from oh
1: we're Jamaican
2: (laughs) okay yeah your families are both from Jamaica yeah yeah I love that fact that we get the the option to parent in a different way true Mm -hmm. the option to go huh my child organically likes these foods she keeps saying these are the foods she likes who am I to say no you got to eat something else yeah obviously fruits and vegetables yes of course but this whole, like eat all your food or eat what mommy made. I just think it's, it's, it's really, um, challenging their own barometer for what they like. Right. Mm. And then they ultimately, they know what they like. So if we're saying to them, but you don't, it's not good for you or this or that, then they're going to start. My daughter will start questioning. Well, I really thought I liked this, but my mother wouldn't let me have it. Or my mother said I shouldn't. Mm. So then they start to question their own sense their own instincts for what appeals to them. Yeah. And that carries on to so many other problems. So I That's just, true.
0: I don't do it. Yeah. I agree with you. That sense of agency is important. And I think it's important that like, because it, then it seems somewhat contradictory when we encourage it in some aspects and like, yeah. you know, try and mute it and silence it in others. And like I said, and of course, like you said, like there has to be like, you know, some limitation. They of course have to know like, well, I'm sorry. Like you're going to have to have some of these vegetables and you're, gonna have to take your right like these are things that you're gonna have to do but like where we can provide the leeway or the grace we should give it like what's absolutely. the harm really that's so good look at y'all you see that no more beef girl <laughs> uh, you're free <laughs> you're you free you are free I will no longer harass you so friends this is a very exciting moment for us because we have been checking in with each other which has been absolutely amazing because you know we love to um, you know, see how the other is doing. Um, and we do that on our own, but to do it with you guys is super fun. But today we are checking in with someone who is absolutely stunning inside and out, so funny, so great, and like just a super cool bomb ass mom like Shen and I. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I'm pumped. We have we want to Tanika
1: forward. Ray here. We <laughs> want to invite Tanika Ray to check in with us. What's up? Hi, ladies.
2: Oh my. <laughs> Check in was unbelievable. My my draw dropped a couple <laughs> times. <laughs> like you're a teacher and you're
0: pregnant and you have kids. No, I know, I know, it's crazy Hard out here. But I teach high school, so it's not that bad. I feel like if I I genuinely believe that if I taught elementary or even like preschool, I don't know if and when I would have children of my own. So the fact that they're like <laughs> little adults, because they're bigger, like you know, and I teach like my I'm right now I'm teaching 11, 12. So they're like 17, 18. So that's much better. But still. I so know. Your kids are How many kids do you have total? Oh, just one. So I have one, one on one on the way. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. My mom was a teacher. And oh, cool. She was an
2: elementary school teacher. And let me what tell I you, know? she didn't have time. To- Girl, all the. Uh, Johnny, could you sit down? Please pay attention in class. Oh. Everybody. The last thing she wants to do is deal with more kids when she comes home. I'm
0: oh, telling you. I
1: can imagine.
0: It's yeah, it's an it's an it's an incredible feat. But I again, I think the, the cool thing about high school, or at least my style of teaching anyways, is I'm very much like I talk to them like, like adults, like they're not adults. And I recognize that. But I mean, I talk to them with a certain level of maturity, which I think they really appreciate, because mm-hmm. I think that they often don't really get that maybe from their parents or from other like adults in their life to see them as not equals, but again, to see them as like, you know, independent agents. So I try and, and, and speak to them that way, which takes a little bit of the onus off of me. Um, but there's still a lot of hand holding because they're teenagers.
2: They're children. <laughs> but I love that. I think that there's some parallels there from yeah.
0: parenting
2: and parenting. Like I yes. never talked to my baby. Well, she's not a baby, but I never talked to my, my one and only human that I pushed out of my body. Like a baby, ever, ever, yeah. ever. It was always like full on conversations like Same. a girlfriend. Um so I think really helped her with her self confidence
0: and it For helped sure. her, her communication so good mm-hmm. on you. Congrats. That's awesome. I love that. Thank you so much. But this is like, like me. Like we don't we don't want to hear about me. Yeah. <laughs> hear about me, girl? We don't want to hear about me. These people want to know about you. I'm sure the name rings a bell to every to all of our listeners. But please, if you wouldn't mind, just telling us all the great things. Like, tell us why you're awesome. Tell us what you do. Tell us about your baby. We want to know.
1: Before you do that, though, we want you to check in. Oh shoot! (laughs) How is your week going, (laughs) guys? It's been a week, okay? This we're all over the world.
0: We're all all over the place today. in and tell us about.
2: Are we being honest or like? Oh,
0: 100 percent brutally. Okay. Where
2: to begin? So this is a very interesting time in our lives, right? The world is crazy. I feel like there has been this really epic shift happening right now. Do you guys feel that? Like the world is changing. We have to, we're being asked to evolve. We're Mm. being asked to throw crap away to minimize, to only keep things that are of utmost importance. Mm-hmm. All this stuff that we acquire is just feeding the the, the, the capitalism of our country. Well, my yeah. country, I don't know how capitalistic Canada, not as much, because you guys mm-hmm. have free healthcare, but y'all
0: have free healthcare, stop it. Well, we're closer than you think. We're closer than you think, girl.
2: <laughs> well, you know, we don't need all this crap. And so I started with, let me... I don't need all these magazines. Let me throw some magazines away, right? In my beginning of spring cleaning, in my beginning of going through a shift, 900 and some magazines in my house. What? Y'all, I'm embarrassed. I'm (laughs) shamed. Only 450 in one armoire. Then I bought an entire bookshelf to house in cute little containers to house more and then I bought another outdoor storage unit, like a trunk to hold yet what more magazines. <laughs> wow. Sanity of that was lost on me until about a month ago. Oh my <laughs> gosh. I, like, I have almost a thousand, they don't even sell magazines anymore. A thousand magazines in my house that date back to 2004. Ooh, oh my goodness some random entertainment weeklies What i found one with michael j fox on the cover what am i, doing? <laughs> <laughs> this, is I drew, this is where i drew the line i was like okay this is insanity and i'm showing my daughter to hoard right <laughs> so thank god i put it on social media i put them all like on the floor you can see the menagerie oh my gosh thank god an instagram friend was like, I hold events for people, for, for marginalized communities to help them manifest. And we use magazines for their for vision, vision
0: board. board. I was thinking the exact same thing. She was like, I'll pay for shipping. Do you think that would be a deal? I was like, absolutely. Oh, that's amazing. Wow.
2: Absolutely. And I shipped off to her about 350, 400 magazines. And then another Instagram girlfriend. Actually, she was a Clubhouse girlfriend. Um, I shipped off another hundred to her, and I kept nice. all the magazines with the Obamas on the cover.
0: <laughs> all right
2: the magazines with Beyonce, Rihanna, Zendaya, yeah, and then a lot of owns because they're Oprah, yeah, yeah, they're Oprah. And like, and oh, oh, and the final straw, the final one that I had to keep was the all black British Vogue that we had a couple
1: yeah
2: and mine's in plastic
0: girl yes <laughs> yes when you said <laughs> it i was like okay but like there's probably mm-hmm. some really good goodies in there like there's probably mm-hmm. some awesome covers like with janet jackson like yes. there has to be some beautiful essence covers i'm like let's not get carried away let's let's comb through the <laughs> lot <laughs> before we set them ablaze like hold on yes. which is why that process in itself
2: took like two weeks
0: yeah wow
2: because you get emotional about it like of course. am i really mm-hmm. getting rid of the essence cover with michael wait michael b jordan's on one cover um uh uh, El- uh what's his name idris elba's on two cover. Oh. i've got a cover with boris kojo like it was all black
0: men on one essence Oh, come cover. on like, no you gotta <laughs> keep that you gotta keep those you have to keep those and I think it's cool because I think it's like almost like a what do you call it like something that you put like a time capsule because again like sure Instagram we want to see a hair do we want to see something but like there was a time where if you wanted to know like or you wanted to get inspiration for hair for outfits for it was magazines absolutely I vividly remember magazines I'm buying black hair magazines thank you and (laughs) combing through them at the hair salon like I want that like that is like a really really nostalgic that's how old we are guys i know right oh my god and then crying because you don't look like beyonce like i don't know how i thought that when i asked for beyonce's hair hairdo that magically
1: my hair would grow 14 inches my hair would grow
0: i would transform into beyonce from bootylicious but that's what i thought oh that's hilarious well it's funny
2: because i had a little thing with hair um I've always been natural for the most part, but I wore my hair in like a short fro, like a yes. big afro yeah. on extra when I was hosting that show and mm-hmm. interviewing celebrities on the red carpet. And I had no idea the impact of that. It was 2004, 2004. Yeah. it's kind of before that our natural hair move but the mm-hmm. amount of women that were like, "I took your picture to the hair salon," oh, and then, oh, when wow. it didn't work the way they wanted, and they were mad at me, and I was like, "I, didn't, I don't know." What to tell you. <laughs> <laughs> it took a turn. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you, but I I would always respond, "You got to do what you love." It doesn't matter yeah. what I'm doing. You know, I'm wearing my hair this way because it's, that's the way I feel free. Take it if you want it, but don't marry it to what I look like. Like yeah. we, gotta, right. we have to claim our own reflection. Right. So I think that's what the magazines were for me. And the reason why I kept so many, I still own like a 300 and some is because of my
0: daughter. Like 100%. to go back and look at these magazines. That's unmatched. That's priceless.
1: Yes.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
0: And teaching so her how glad. to
2: division boards and teaching her what like beautiful, f- she loves it. And she's do- exactly, it's the effect that I wanted on her to be like, Aww, look, mm-hmm. be it, like to see us, because when I was growing up, I'm older than you, I'm sure I, there weren't very many black faces on magazines like, yeah. ever. And mm-hmm. so yeah. inside the magazines, when there were black models, I would rip it out and put it on my wall. Absolutely. I to be surrounded by me. Absolutely. Right. Mm-hmm. So I, I think it's beneficial for my raising, raising black children. 100%. A
0: hundred thousand percent. Yeah. I love that. Oh, that's so cute <laughs> and relatable. What's in that trunk behind you? Is there magazines in there? <laughs>
2: <laughs> Let me tell you this. No, this is a, this is a trunk. I'm reorg. So anyway, what happened with those magazines, that was the thread. I pulled the thread and the whole house fell apart. Okay. Oh, the whole house. this is new paint color. Everything's in a different spot. This is now storage for all of the television shows I've ever been on on DVDs. So oh, oh. Um, jewelry that used to hang on my wall like I was a teenager are now in one place. Oh, <laughs> like wow. I'm just getting more organized. And so that to me is something I never put that much stock in. But now that you have a kid, I have to organize for myself. And And for for her, for sure. Yeah, her room is a like
0: I. It it makes me itch. It's so I can't. And it's and you're. That's where I'm at right now no you're right because again and then you ask them to try and get rid of things because that's like yara is the same thing like oh, i want me i want this toy i want that toy and i and we're, we're on this bike this journey of exchange like yeah. you want this toy this toy no problem But then we're, we're going to donate these yeah yes. so we're going to donate these ones and you can have that one and it's a hard pull and i'm realizing that like it's a hard pull because again now that we're getting ready for baby number two my husband's like okay let's clean up the garage we got to clean out the storage we got to clean out this we yeah can have spaces and i'm like yeah but like you know, some of my first like lessons are in there. And he's like, what? I'm like, some of the assignments that like my first students gave me are in there. He's like, "Lan, are you joking? You've been teaching for 10 years. (laughs) You can't keep these things. And then I'm seeing like, I'm seeing Yara in myself. I'm like, oh my God, this is why this is part of the reason why Yara wants to like hang on to these things is because mommy hangs (laughs) on to things. So when she sees me give things up, she may too may be more inclined to give things up. So it is a really powerful thing to do in the presence of kids.
2: Like it really is useful.
0: No, Nyla loves saying, like, we're
2: doing we're on a purge. Everybody we're doing a <laughs> purge, <laughs> you know, as we are a month and a half into this bad boy. Like it Good is pretty how, and this is the again shameful, but like I'm now going through her room, right? She used to just kind of stack things in the closet. Yeah. I'm her room, which is a nightmare. And I'm finding the things that I kept from her as a baby are nonsensical. The pamphlet from her crib, I still had it. The pamphlet from her baby monitor, I still had it. The pamphlet, I can't
1: even I mean, like, I have that too. I like, oh, I'm like, I
2: no. definitely have. I was like,
0: Oh, God.
2: Oh God. <laughs> so, so my baby has been out of, out of a crib for
0: five years, y'all. No, regardless, we don't need it either. Why do we? We don't need it either. But again, we attach sentimental value to things. Yeah. Like we forget. And I, it's like, we think that like, if I don't have this thing, then I'll forget this moment. Yeah. And it's like, it's, that's not, that's not. And even, and genuinely, if you if you genuinely feel like that's the case, which I don't think it is, then take a photograph of it. Take a photograph of yeah. it. Have it stored somewhere. Then like, you have an album full of things. <laughs> but they're not taking I mean, up space. That's the
2: thing. Once you start one album, you get another album and another album. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, but also on top of the sentimental part, I feel like, being a mom, knowing that I'm now adding a whole other person to my list of things to do true. and for you yeah. guys too, it's, um, I'm going to do this, right. I got to be on top of it. I want to make sure anything happens to her crib. I, I got the manual, anything yeah. happens to the monitor. I got the manual. Yeah, so it was, I mean, it was unbelievable. It was everything that was in her baby room. I still had it. I just threw it away yesterday, <laughs> five years later. but I wanted to be on top of it because you know, so much pressure. Yeah. Yeah. There's so many things to, to manage, but yes, I now am freeing myself. I'm allowing myself to let it go.
1: Amen. Ooh, let it go. I feel you on that. I feel <laughs> like now with baby number two, though, I feel more inclined to let everything go because sure. I'm more focused now instead of on you know, hoarding these things that I thought were so necessary, but I've gone through that phase. It's like, I'm not doing that again. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not. I'm not saving another pamphlet, another piece <laughs> of, uh, of thread. I need to get rid of this because now I'm more focused on how am I going to organize my time with two children than their things? Mm. So I have to get rid of these things because if I have two kids and a lot of things, I'm not going to be able to handle this chaos in my home. No, I literally have ripped Winter's room apart because I'm making them share a room. And I told my husband, I'm like, we have to tear down this closet (laughs) because if I need to organize this to the max, I need a whole new closet. Yeah. And he was like, "Okay." And I'm here with like a book. You know me with my lists. Yeah. like, here's a list of things that need to be done. It is important. But he's like, this list is just things. I have to do <laughs> <laughs> yes, it's a honey do list, right? Yeah, <laughs> But that's, that's important thing. though. Are your babies same sex, right? So I'm having a boy now,
0: oh. but they're going to
1: share a room until yeah. three, four, to- to- until he's a toddler. And mm-hmm. then we're going to separate them. But I think it would be nice that. for them to grow a-, a bond with each other.
2: Yeah. I, love until that. Then.
1: I never, also, I feel her. like she's, she's very clingy to me. She me and her are super close mm. compared to her and her father. And yeah. I feel like it's gonna be hard for her to see that transition of me and a new baby. So I want her to also have that time to build a bond with him, That's on nice. top of seeing a bond that we all all three of us can share and their dad. But <laughs> but mm. I she don't, don't him, she, honestly, she, she don't care. She's like, Yeah, he could he could come or go, <laughs> yeah. but but I think that's important for her to see. And also I had a lot of siblings and we shared rooms for a long, like embarrassingly long time by choice <laughs> because we were so close. I was like, I love sharing rooms with my brothers. And a lot of people thought it was weird, but I was like, it was fine. We, we had our rooms, but we still all five
0: of us would, in would, one, go- yeah.
1: <laughs> would congregate in this one bed. Um, and it grew our bond. Oh, like, we're super close now. Like now like we're inseparable. I, but I tell- think it's important I, and I love it. I really, really love that and I, I've never thought about
2: having a second, but I do like that game plan. You know'm I'm, th- I'm the oldest of two children mm-hmm. and my parents didn't create those moments to keep to try to fuse a connection between us. Mm-hmm. So when that child came, I was pissed. Mm. Nobody, nobody sort of cared about what I was going through, nor did they try to make me close to my brother. So we just kind of never got close. We oh, always wow. had rooms. We shared the closest we got was a Jack and Jill bathroom. Mm. And that was that just became like, when are you done? You know? Oh <laughs> there, yeah. There was never that moment where like we saw each other. He just became the person taking my mom, right? Wow. So, wow. That's
0: so important. I really do. That's really interesting. I think it. I definitely think it depends. I think for my sister and I, we've always had separate rooms. Um, And though that's been the case for both of us, we've also always been very close because that was something that was very important to my mom. So like even something as simple as like saying, like calling my sister stupid, I would never have been allowed to do like that would have easily resulted in a slap and grounding. Like my mom was very particular about that because she's like, at the end of the day, it's just the two of you. All you have is each other. I need to know that Mm -hmm. you guys depend on each other. So she like didn't like there was just never a thought that I wouldn't be close to her, um, Mm -hmm. despite us having our own space. And I did, I definitely snuck into her room and would hide and sneak and you know, nuzzle up next to her, but Um yeah, like I think it I think it's really interesting. I think it 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 really is on the parents to facilitate those relationships. Yeah. I think sometimes we think that like, you know, oh it'll happen naturally, or but it's like no, Mm -hmm. you like it's not that you have to be obnoxious and trying to force it, um, but you have to facilitate and create the space for it to thrive. Um, and that's what I that's exactly what I'm doing. And, And you know, when Tanika when you said that like no one thought about like how you were feeling, it's like one of the reasons why um already I've reached out to um I'm actually waiting to hear back. Uh, a therapist because I wanted to do family therapy before the baby arrives because like my daughter is the first grandchild on both sides you know and a good number of my friends don't have kids so she's like celebrated by them and she's like my sister doesn't have kids and it's like Yara's like everybody's like you know special person um Mm -hmm. and yeah like now having to share that spotlight I think might be a difficult transition for her and I just want to do whatever I can to make sure that that's that, that that transition is smooth so yeah, I think it's really important that we again make sure that we're factoring in like the needs of that new child, but as well as, you know, the existing needs of the child that you have, because it's not easy. And my sister admitted like she was not happy when I showed up. <laughs> she was not happy. She did not adjust well. It was very, yeah. very hard for her. It is hard. It yeah. Is hard.
1: I was very pissed off because I, I can I, I remember yeah. my last three there were five of us and I really wanted a sister I have four yeah. brothers and they just never wow. like they never told me that I was gonna have a brother or sister so they were like maybe you'll have a sister and then they'd always bring home a boy oh, and I'm no. like who's this guy I was oh, were so you upset you're the oldest no I'm the second oldest so there was three boys after me and I was just so I just remember being so upset every time I'd cry as soon as they came home and I saw that it was a boy. And I feel like you have to be. It's funny. It is funny because my mom, I'm like, I remember my mom's like, yeah, you, you would be so mad
0: at me. And you're like, you're a liar, mom. I don't like you. What's true. <laughs> like, what the heck? Why can't you bring home a boy? You you brought home me. <laughs> right. Possible for you to do.
2: It's funny I mean, because fast kids, forward. I love it. <laughs> kids are so serious about well, the boys and there's girls like they're yeah. so yeah. serious. And I, I do, it's a very different dynamic to be like, Oh, I get a, a sister, like a best friend. I
0: know. Yeah. Versus that a boy
2: <laughs> who, you know, they say a mom raises a daughter and nurtures a son. So there's already a difference, a mom and her boy versus a mm. mom and her daughter. She's going to be like, girl, Go clean the dishes with the sun. It's like, Mm -hmm. I got it. I got it. You go play with your toys. And that dynamic is, it's really, it could be really hard to deal with. Yeah, it's very
0: problematic. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm curious, are you and your brother close now? Damn, I know.
1: I I, I could see that though, because my husband is the same way. He was just like, I could go either way. I don't care. I have a sibling, but you're like me, me. But I'm like, I feel like, he was like, oh, I don't know. Like, they might not be friends. I'm like, no, they will. They will. They will. I know. Because it's, it's this not is emotional. important to me. Like, yeah, this is what That's they're going to learn. This is our foundation. We are building the foundation of this family. And yeah. this is going to be important. Yeah. To all 100%. of us. And I the think different- you need to be very, mm-hmm, you have to be it's mindful cool. of who your children are as well, because there's still people. And if you feel like, they are more or less independent in that sense of you, then you can approach that differently. But because Mm -hmm. I noticed that Winter is very um, close to me and I feel like emotionally that would be hard for her, then I have to do my due diligence of making sure that she can transition well enough and be sure to be open to the idea of having a sibling that's not a girl. Because she wanted a sister. She said... At three, she's like, I want a sister. I don't want a, I want a brother. I want I want a best friend. Oh, like, you God. know what? Your brother will be your best friend. He and now be. she's 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 so excited about it now. Yeah. She's excited about it now. But again, you have to just take account of who your kids are as people as well, even though they're little, they still like you still have to see them.
2: Oh my goodness. They it's, are. All about, it's all about the the mother's intention, right? Mm-hmm. Like you mm-hmm. said, if it's important to you as moms, then you'll make it happen. It just wasn't on the, it wasn't on the schedule for my, my parents, mind you, were coming out of civil rights. Like they were, my yeah. parents were like the first, the first, the first, mm-hmm. you know,
0: mm-hmm.
2: it was, there were other things. There were other dragons to slay. True. They were like, the kids will figure it out. Yeah not like I'm mad I'm just like it just wasn't a priority yeah and and the result of that is we're not that close because there's such pent-up stuff from our childhood that's never been Mm -hmm. addressed yeah never been addressed Mm -hmm. we don't don't, I'm not in a family where we do that kind of stuff unfortunately Mm -hmm. I'm that way with my daughter I want to break it all down let's break it down
0: 100% I was like you broke that generational curse you kicked that curse in the ass because I can see Mm -hmm. I can see it I'm like ain't no way that things are going unsaid, unspoken in your house. No way. No way.
2: We are over-communicative, unfortunately, sometimes. Sometimes I want to be like, <laughs>
0: shut the fuck up! It's true. <laughs> no such thing. Oh, um, do we want to do Bomb Moms? We still do, right? Who's the Bomb Mom we wanted to nominate?
2: I think it's amazing that you're calling it Bomb Moms. Did you guys do Clubhouse at all?
0: <laughs> so let's talk about Clubhouse. Let's talk about our journey. <laughs>
2: because so, i had a room i had a club called bomb moms you did not oh really yeah are you serious now, now mind you clubhouse is trash now but a year i started in like november 2020 and it was yeah incredible all the way until like june of 2021
0: Mm. Um,
2: now it's just people calling each other all kinds of names and it's trash
0: but yeah the time, I
2: had a room called bomb moms and it was all about bringing moms together to talk about like business what they're doing like to brag about them oh, we don't have oh enough to say girl I did this I did that I'm so proud of myself and to share that sort of
0: joy that's unreal that that's what you've called it. That's so crazy. Right? That's so random. Well, yeah, I mean, we do a similar thing here. I guess, I think the problem with Jen and I is that we love all of these different, we know the power of community. <laughs> and we recognize building community on a very intentional and like, like tangible level. I think for us, it's sometimes it's just the time. Girl. Like, you know what I mean? It's just like when we have to factor in our like full-time jobs, and like, you know, yeah. our spouses and our children. And I like, and it was just like, whoa, like this is a lot of work. And the one thing that I mean, I'm sure that you can attest to is like when you start something in order to be taken seriously and to be respected, you got to be consistent. So you can't just yeah. do bomb moms one week and then for the next four months are gone. Like, no. Unfortunately,
2: that's exactly what happened. (laughs) I abandoned it because I spent so much time on clubhouse in that golden era. Yeah, I was on for 11, 12 hours a day. Again, my daughter was home because we were in deep in the pandy. Yeah. Yeah. But I was still on clubhouse, right? It was just like the planets aligned and I would conduct rooms on institutionalized racism and generational curses for 12, 13 hours. Oh my gosh, you were the wow. kingpin moderator. Oh my gosh. <laughs> every day. And you Jeez. build friendships and you build, and you're like brought up to stages all the time. I mean, it's just crazy. yeah. But after a while I was like, oh, I, I'm not getting paid for this. That part. <laughs> that part. <laughs> I, mean, I, I know they thought that they were going to be able to monetize it, but you know, people giving you tips to, to make a good comment is bizarre. Um, yeah. but yeah, we, it, we have to factor in how much time. And especially if you have a husband, I don't even understand how you guys can do all that. Like I give you like, hands down, like <laughs> the fact that not just one kid, but another on the way and a husband, that's three people that you have to prioritize before yourself. Right. I'm uh, And a job. Well. Tell
0: me <laughs> because one of the because again, one of the things that we've learned, and I think that that was like, you know, Shed and I can both attest to that is the like the order of importance and it, the order of importance has shifted and it had to shift for to preserve our it mental health. And it has to be mm-hmm. like, you know what, God and then me, and <laughs> then husband and then child, because at the end of the day, I need to make sure that I fill my cup. if I, I can't pour from empty cup. So I need to make sure that I'm prioritizing myself Then I need to prioritize Mm -hmm. my marriage because I need to make sure that my daughter sees a strong foundation, a strong, loving marriage. And I need to make sure that that is together and that is okay. Now I'll be honest. I feel like more, sometimes more times than not, that's a teeter tottering scale between my daughter and my husband. It just does. It naturally does that. But I do want to get to a place where it's like, I am prioritizing you because I really I think that that's so important for her because again, when we're stronger together, we can love her even harder. We can mm-hmm. just be so much better for her. Um, but yeah, but to be your, to your point, like whether it's me, him, her, her, him, me, like it's a lot. A lot. It's just a lot. And I, and
2: I, and I, I really like that. I mean, everyone's relationships are so different and yeah. so individual. Mm-hmm. Right? And I think in order for me to, my daughter every day, when are you going to get my new daddy? Oh my Lord. But the oh, only no. way, the only way I will ever you
0: see myself
2: getting married. <laughs> is if I, we can have a very clear understanding on how things work. Like, yeah, it's gotta be, well, it's, you know, it's gotta be me first. Come on. My daughter's attached to me. So if you can get down with this program, I don't know, but then I don't know. It's so, it's so complicated. We all need to be able to create our own maps and be comfortable with that. Yeah. But I love what you said about let the relationship shine. And then also at the same time, your, your children are watching a strong relationship. So Mm -hmm. they automatically know what that looks, feels, it's like, and there's no guessing, right. When they're ready to choose a partner. So I I honor you for that. I think that's cool.
0: No, thanks. I remember when I used to curry got a lot of flack for saying that people were not happy about it. And then like and then it's like she said it and opened like like it was like the catalyst for everyone else to jump in. Then like Michelle Obama's like, no, that's also how I leave my life. It is myself and then my husband and then my children. And then it's like and yeah, like it was just more people coming out and saying that. And I think uh, especially in Caribbean background, I know like, you know, probably was the same with you. Like, you know, my parents got divorced. Your parents are still together. But like my mom admitted like that was not it. We did not prioritize our husbands. We were not taught to prioritize each other. We did not prioritize our husbands. Our husbands did not prioritize us. That was just not a priority. It was not something we were encouraged to do. And because of that, we have very, um, we have very uh, problematic like relationships with kids. I feel like oftentimes, especially mothers and sons, end up having very like you know emotionally incestuous relationships with their with their sons, because again, it's just like they're seeking out husbands in their sons right Please. so it's like it's just like you because you didn't seek that out in your partner and he didn't seek that out in and your that soul. becomes
1: so damaging in for so both damaging. parties as well
0: it's just mm-hmm. damaging and then and, and, the, and the cycle continues right so like yeah like it's just it, it's it's a really and I think people hear that and they think like oh my god so like what does that mean does that mean that like you know she's like letting her kids fall to the wayside and just like all about her husband like no like you know that that's not no. what it looks like um but it, it means that we understand the value in setting that super strong foundation. Um, and we get that like the, the stronger we are together, the better we can be for everybody else, especially for the people that we've created. So, and it's yeah, not always it's-
2: easy. People.
1: It's not easy, it's a hard lesson to learn, definitely. You have to go through it to understand yeah. how to find that balance. We definitely yeah. went through it and talked about it. Girl,
2: <laughs> what I love is I have You're a to lot talk of talk about it. Of like mom influencers on my pod. And I, oh, nice. I don't know if you guys know who Destiny Ann is. Are you familiar?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Oh, She's we're trying to cool. get
1: we're trying to get that girl.
0: Destiny, if uh-huh. you're listening, girl.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah.
0: Come on, talk to us about conscious parenting.
2: Yeah, she was on my pod. It was an it was an incredible episode. She's the one that goes, um, uh, I won't cuss, but girl, you doing a good job. Yeah. Girl. Yeah, yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah.
2: But one of the things she said that I love so much is is, I'm not parenting or mommying, I'm leading. And just that new term, I'm leading my children. It shifts everything into conscious way of parenting. Because if you think about leading versus raising or teaching Mm -hmm. or whatever, then you don't have to do it directly sometimes. You are, they're gonna copy everything we do anyway, right? Mm -hmm. So sometimes it's just about, you getting yourself right. So that they have somebody to reflect that is in the direction that you want to raise them. Mm. And you don't even have to do anything. If you just do it, you eat healthy, or you get up at a certain time, or you put your clothes away, whatever those things are you're leading and they will follow, which Mm -hmm. makes so many things about parenting so much easier when it's not like, Oh, I have to say it 50,000 times. Oh, I can just do it and then she will follow along. Oh, brilliant. So I love these new ways that we're sort of defining mommying and parenting. It doesn't have to be how you were parented. We're parenting in a different
0: way. That's so awesome. So maybe we can just jump right into you telling us more about your journey. Because I mean, this is like exactly what we're thinking like i mean i'm i'm so intrigued by conscious parenting i'm so intrigued by like the way that you've decided to like raise your child and like and, and the perspective that you have again i'll admit more times than not it's a struggle for me <laughs> being a first generation canadian born from jamaican parents also with a husband who's from jamaica with jamaican parents so it's like conscious parenting seems so like so often it seems like such a uh, it's just a mental shift. Yeah. It's a mental shift. It's an emotional like it, it's, it's just it's hard. It's difficult for me. And I don't know Shen, how you how you've navigated it. But for me, it's been hard.
1: I mean, it's interesting. I mean, I think my biggest barrier or hurdle for that is trying to unlearn a lot of things. I feel like mm-hmm. the approach I had of uh, uh, the parenting approach that my parents used I'm trying to go against the grain. I'm trying to do the opposite of everything Mm -hmm. they've done. Not that I hated the way that they raised me, but I just knew that they used the tools that they were given Mm -hmm. at the time. And that's something that they didn't have. Like, I don't need to carry that on. I'm Mm -hmm. now a first generation Canadian. They came here for a reason and that's to give me access to resources and tools to do better. Mm -hmm. And that includes my parenting. I think, for me to unlearn a few things. I've been trying to be very conscious with how I raise winter, but it's also like helping my husband unlearn so that we can be on the same page. True. And that's where we have a lot of hurdles um, because it's a lot of discussions, a lot Mm. of debates of how we want to approach certain things, which he doesn't necessarily agree on, but he's still open to see if it works. Yeah. And um, it's not so easy to tell my husband like read this book it was so amazing I love it <laughs> and he's like oh lord yeah <laughs> I don't want to just give me the Coles notes but he's like I don't know but like it's really difficult but I'm gonna stick to it because I feel like it's effective and if I'm con- not convicted to use those methods that my parents used with me then I can't yeah I'm not just gonna do it because that's what I remember it's true. Um, and I don't feel convicted to move forward like that. So, I mean, the hardest part for me is doing it with a partner where we have to be on, on the same page Very and, and work together. But overall, I'm I'm trying. It's difficult. Yes. and You need a lot of patience. And yes. a lot of it is inner work with myself. Yeah, because um, I feel like the more confident and free and open I am is the easier it is for me to implement that with winter. Yes. Definitely, one hundred percent.
2: But please know, it's not easy for anybody. So I also <laughs> had, I also had the creator of this term, conscious parenting, on my pod, Dr. Shafali. Are you guys familiar with her?
0: I've heard, yeah. So <laughs> in my God, research, yeah, you guys <laughs> need
2: to get down with Dr. Shafali because she's the one that literally, I was seven months pregnant. And I was really scared to have a baby. Like I just, like, I don't, I know that I have a lot of issues with the way I was parented. I don't want to raise my child that way. And like, you know, God creates miracles all the time. I was seven months pregnant. I looked up at the TV and there was Oprah underneath the oak trees in Hawaii with Dr. Shafali from conscious parenting and the, everything she said, I'm getting goosebumps now, everything that she said, I was like, yes. That's the way I want to parent. That's it. i have never heard it before. What you respect the child, what they are already fully divine and perfect the way that they come out of your bodies. We just have to like hold the boundaries so they don't bump their heads against sharp objects. Right. And, and and make sure that we respect them and we honor them because they know really who they are. Remember how we were talking about food? They know what they like. They know who they are. They know their destinies to a certain degree. We have to trust it, but it's never easy. I know what I'm saying sounds crazy. It is never easy. Even Dr. Shafali was like, I can't stand my daughter sometimes. I can't stand her, <laughs> but I love her so much. Because mm-hmm. the hardest part is, our parents were like judge and jury, right? I didn't yeah. grow up from uh, people, uh, parents from the islands, but you know, any person of color in this atmosphere is going to have very yeah. similar things. And mm-hmm. but we have to be honest about what our how our parents raise us. We have once we get down to the root, we understand we have to change it. The root is we are raising our kids from trauma mm.
1: from. Mm -hmm. enslavement. No, we're
2: harsh with them. We yell at them. We, we pop off. You know, I've had black moms say, girl, you better be a black mama and hit her. No, that is strictly from enslavement. We also had to be hard with our kids. We couldn't be loving with them because at a moment's notice, they could just decide to take our babies. Mm -hmm. Right. If you imagine hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of years of that trauma. That is yeah. what we are all still parenting with. Mm-hmm. So if we want to continue that horrific pattern, we can, it's easy. We mm-hmm. can do what's always been done. Or we can be, I'm the one that's going to break the curse. I'm the one who's going to do the work because I live in a time where there's Oprah, there's information there, are, there's a move towards changing. I'm the one that can do it. And if I don't do it, guess what? I'm just passing it on to my children. Yeah. Is that fair? Or am I equipped to do it? It's a hard thing. And every day I'm being challenged every dang day. But you know what I do? I'm honest with my child. We'll have a discussion and we're like butting heads. And then we go away and I go, gosh, I'm so sorry. I think there's a better way we can, we can function in this kind of conversation in the, in the future, don't you? And my daughter would be like, yeah, I think it's more like, if you just let me finish speaking, (laughs) understand what we're saying. I'm like, no, I understand that. But I, I I don't have a problem with you speaking, but you're repeating something that isn't true. So we're not getting anywhere. So we really have those conversations so that we Mm -hmm. can walk together down the path of a better understanding. You're not going to do it alone. Your kids have to be co-conspirators in it as well, Mm -hmm. whether they know it or not. For sure, your husband has to be on board, right? And has to understand the game plan. Your kids may not need to understand the game plan, but they need to be part of the decision making. They need to be considered, right? Mm -hmm. They need to be respect. I say respect a lot. Because a lot of parents are like, ah, talk when you're spoken to. You don't get a vote. You don't know what you're talking about. There's a lot of that raising kids because they're young. Kids are brilliant. We have to stop saying, yes, they may not know how to add two plus three, but they're instinctual because that's all they are is from the instincts, right? Mm -hmm. We are instincts and then society and then all this stuff put on top of it. And I'm asking you, Shin, if you would audit the things that, how you were parented, audit it, like literally get a piece of paper, draw a line down the middle, the things that worked, the things that didn't work,
0: like mm-hmm. write, write
2: the list and the things that didn't work. Those are the things you need to concentrate on. How can we do that a different way? Mm-hmm. You know, it's not throwing the whole thing out. No, yeah. work smarter, not harder. Right. Take the things that are absolutely non-negotiables. And then those are the things that you and your husband are tasked with to redefine.
0: Damn. <laughs> I feel like it was a powerful read. I feel like I got red. I, got red. I feel red. No, I'm holding red. your hand. I'm holding. I feel gathered. I feel gathered. <laughs> no, honestly, like it's so true. Like, um, you know, I think that like when there is was one, it, it's, it's, it ties into this whole idea of parenting and how to parent and one of the things that I remember reading was that parenting uh is one of the most egotistical things um in the world right and it's just that, like more times than not when we parent but more specifically when we punish it's out of ego and I think that that was a really humbling thing to read like that realization was very powerful to me because it's true. Like when I think about, you know, when my mom spanked me or when she disciplined me or how she disciplined me or the approach that she took, particularly when it was in public, it was mm-hmm. always very much like, Oh, you want to show me up? Oh, you think you're going to embarrass me? Oh, you think it like, it was very much like, it's not about you and me. It's mm-hmm. about me and you, but primarily about the audience. Mm-hmm. So I need everyone yeah, in this space to see that, like, you can't just talk to me anyway, or you're not going to embarrass me, or you're not going to, and I thought about that and I'm like, that's so true. And then like, if you think, like if you take the ego out of it, then you can just see what the issue is, Yeah. right? And you can resolve the issue in a way that doesn't necessarily involve slapping, yelling, screaming. It can be a far less um, like punitive and yeah. more productive. And I was like, huh, <laughs> because yeah. it's true. Like, I think, like, yeah, I think that that's a really powerful thing, both for my husband and I, like it's very much like, yeah. You well, know, it took a <clears throat> while for us to break away from like, not only just what the world thought but even what our own parents like so yep. she's just going to run like that you're just going to let her have that like it's just like it's it's all of that right it's all of those judgments that were really tough for us to kind of reconcile um but i think that that's part of it it's it's just it's part of that it is of like unlearning that like the opinions of others really don't matter
1: 100% and i have to have these conversations even with my parents now and yeah my mom will just You know, she retreats eventually and says, oh, new age parenting, new age. (laughs) Yeah. But I'm like, I really need you to also be on board and respect my daughter. Like there are things that Winter doesn't like, um, especially like when I go and pick her up and someone will like to tell me something she did that day. Oh, you know what's hilarious? When she felt like when she fell over, when she tried to trick me today and Winter would be like, "Mm hmm. Don't repeat that. She's embarrassed. I'm like, you know what? She doesn't like that. She doesn't like, and I had to check myself as well because mm-hmm. I just love telling people all the cute things she did, yeah. and I think it's cute. And she was like, "Mommy, I don't like that." And I was like, "You know what? I'm so sorry. I didn't realize you're uncomfortable." I'm guilty, and too. I won't do that any. I'm guilty. I, I mean, yeah. she still checks me, <laughs> <That's> <laughs> but <laughs> because we got, plates. but I still have to honor. It. Yeah, I have to honor it because I got- remember my mom. You know, telling everybody about my business, right. my kid business. <laughs> Lord have
2: mercy. Which is so, which is why we do it. I, I, my daughter mm. just said the other day, "You embarrass me when when you tell people what what I just did. That's silly." Ooh. And I'm like, "Okay, yeah. I hear that. I hear that. That is me autopiloting parenting. I didn't even think about it because yeah. I was my parents shame me all the time to get me all to do with do and so with uh, this is why it is constant. You've got to constantly flex that yeah. conscious parenting muscle. And yeah. it is, it is, it is something you have to remind yourself of almost daily. Oh, absolutely yeah. daily. Because I didn't Hourly. even <laughs> I thought it was cute and they people would laugh at me and it would make me feel better. But no, she was like, why are you telling them I did something that was stupid? I go, because it's frustrating. Stop doing things that are stupid. <laughs> But that's it. I can't, I can't play my I can't sell my daughter out for a laugh, right? True. Yeah. So it's all the time, girls.
1: All the time. All the time. Damn. It's it's work, but it's we can do it. it. I, I was having this discussion with my family and my husband, and we were ended up having this intense debate about spanking. -hmm. And how to redirect our children. And I I was like, in my closing remarks, because that's how I am with my parents, I have to just like lay it down like we're in court. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I was like, for my profession, I work with individuals where we have to come up with behavioral plans to redirect them and change how they behave. And we have become successful over the last 10 years helping individuals curb behavior. And never once, Did I lay a finger on any of these people?
0: Yeah, that's true.
1: And things have changed. The only thing I had to check during those process was my patience and my attitude towards it. So why can't I apply this to my parenting? Mm -hmm. I don't need to spank her. Behavior will change. I just need to understand the function of it. And then we can create a plan on how to curb it.
2: But we also have to be honest with what... To mother is a verb, right? There's yeah, different, yeah. it's a difference between to mother and being a mommy. And so I love being a mommy. The mothering part is, that's the part. <laughs> to mother, <Yeah>. right? <laughs> to that constant hour, mother. And, and it's, it's you know, I, in my, I was, I don't know why I thought, I was, I was, it's a delusion that if you say something one or a hundred times that your kid's going to get it. Oh, it's a yeah. delusion. You have to keep, and, and I, I also had um, Michael Michelle's mom on, cause I'm, I'm, I love talking to successful kids. Yes. Their mother. Right. So Michael Michelle is a little actress who was on mixed dish and cheaper by the dozen. Yeah. Super cute little girl. She was on uh, LOL on YouTube. And so I wanted to know, like, first of all, how do you get your kid there? A, yeah. not that I want my kid to be right? on TV, but that requires a next level of parenting. So not only is your kid um, following direction, but your kid is also being able to present themselves in front of others appropriately, being able to work, being able to remember, lo- like all of that it, that, it goes all the way to the mom, right? And the mom is like, every day, we have an hour and a half long ride. I'm constantly leading my daughter, not just as my daughter, but as an artist, Jeez. And I'm fascinated by that. And she said she was also a, a therapist and a teacher and a principal. And she's like, you have to just repeat it every single time. That's what mothering is repeating things yeah. over and over until they get it. There's no set number. You can't be like, I've said it literally 14,500. Nobody cares. Yeah. You got to keep saying it until one day it clicks. Yeah. That's the part yeah. I I don't particularly like that much. Yeah, that can send mm-hmm. you someplace, make you feel a yeah. little. Crazy. <laughs> it's <laughs> true. It's crazy. I'm like, is am I? Do you hear the words that are coming out of my mouth? Yeah. House, right. And check yourself. She's like, she could care less if her, you know, dirty clothes are all the way in the basket and things are. She could care less. They're in yeah. the vicinity. For me, it drives me crazy. So. Yeah. It's every day trying to figure out where can we have grace? Where can we come to the middle and and like, you know, compromise Mm -hmm. and where am I tripping? And I need to just get over it. Really every single time.
0: That's it. Damn. (laughs) (laughs) It's just so true. It's It's like, because it's like, as I'm listening, I'm like, you know, it's just like, it's like two things are happening. Like I'm here and I'm with you and I'm engaged but I'm also like, it's like a a photo reel, a video reel of situations with Yara. Yeah. Where I like, yeah, where I parented out of a place of like, yeah, just like that, that wasn't healthy. You know, that was more of a reflection of how I was feeling or what I was frustrated mm-hmm. with or my lack of energy or time. And I feel yeah. like especially over like throughout the course of this pregnancy, it's been especially challenging. Because I feel like my patience has been even thinner because it's like, I'm more, I'm tired and I'm still working and there's all these other things. Mm-hmm. Um, but those, I, again, like I'm listing things that like have nothing to do with her. Yeah. Like, those have, those have anything That's... to do with me. Like that doesn't have anything to, like she hasn't changed. She's like her light, like she has remained the same. I am the one who's undergoing this change. And yet somehow it's like she's being penalized yeah. For like, and you know, she's, she's doing the same things that she's supposed to be doing. She's pushing boundaries to figure out, like, well, where the lines are. Like, mm-hmm. she's learning mm-hmm. by making mistakes. And it's me that's getting frustrated. Well, why, why don't you have your jacket on yet? I asked you to it. Why don't you put, like, why? Like, it, it's me that's getting frustrated. And it's really because, again, like, I'm the one that's experiencing the change. And I think I just very much similar to what Shannon said is that, like, you know, we're in a position and a unique and uh, very fortunate position where, like, I don't have to struggle the way that my mom did. I don't have the Mm -hmm. stresses that she did. Sure, like, you know, life isn't like bells and roses, but am I in any way, shape or form in 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 like facing the kinds of circumstances that my parents were when they had me? Absolutely not. So where it was even, even if gentle parenting was something that was proposed to them or they were interested in, maybe again, like what you were saying, they had other dragons to stay at the time. It wasn't something that they could like, you know, potentially even work in. But like, I don't really have that excuse. Like, I don't. Mm -hmm. I don't have the excuse not to try. Like, I, I feel like I, to be honest, like slapping it, 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 it just seems lazy. Um, but it's just like, it's just, I know it's not the most effective means. It hasn't remedied the, the behavior in the way that I, and I, and again, it's creating a relationship. It's creating an issue that I just feel like is going to be so much more difficult yes. to remedy than Girl. whatever action she was creating or whatever she had done at the time. Right. Like the trauma from the slap is far longer yes. than whatever stupid thing that she did.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: so yeah it's just it's 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 crazy I, I know that it's so true when they say like parenting is like having a mirror constantly held up and it's just mm-hmm. like you no matter how much you try and escape the mirror you're like constantly looking back at your reflection and it's like if you're doing it and doing it right you have to really sit and look at like look at that reflection and think to myself and yourself like man like where, where am I falling short and Whew. not that I want to beat myself up but like where am I falling short and how can I do better
2: because real talk, kids will test your gangster on a daily basis.
0: Listen. Okay? Motherhood is the toughest hood. Motherhood is the toughest hood. <laughs> it's motherhood is ah, the toughest
2: the most gangster hood. And I gotta tell you, it it is because it's all the time, you do. You have to check yourself. But you guys are doing good. Two kids. Woof, God bless you. I'm sending you guys patience and grace now. Yeah
1: and yes please
2: I mean it's not like it's impossible that's the thing that's 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 the thing that's good historically it's not impossible so that must feel Mm -hmm. really good and it's very possible right yeah Um, to raise two kids with a job and a husband you got this
0: yeah I think I think what what you've made it what you have identified is and and, you know Shen said the same thing is that like it's like we're not just parenting our kids but we're also healing ourselves and I think that that's Mm -hmm. what makes it the most exhausting that's what makes it tiring is that because it's like when you are through parenting Yara, I am uncovering things within myself that I didn't traumas yeah. I didn't even know existed. So it's like, wow, yeah. that really bothered me. Why did that bother me? Why did that why did that upset me so much? Where did that come yes. from? And it's just like then I have to reconcile those feelings. And I'm like, oh my gosh. It's exhausting. <laughs> See, that's the thing. And I'm so glad you guys are there. That's the thing is
2: to be present with who you are and what you're feeling. There's a lot of people in this world that autopilot. There's a lot of people in this world that don't want to look at themselves and Mm -hmm. don't want to face their own ish. Right. They're like, well, I know what I'm doing. I'm an adult. My mom did this and they just sort of do it. Yeah. It's, it takes guts to look at yourself in the mirror really look at yourself, really evaluate what it is that you're doing and what's working. Cause when my girlfriends were like, cause my daughter is sassy. My girlfriend's like, girl, you better be a black mama. So I was like, really? Okay. I tried it. What did, what did my child do? She kicked me back or she hit me back or she slapped me back. Whatever it was that I thought spanking on the bottom. She was like, I'm gonna come right back because what I was teaching her was violence. Mm. I wasn't teaching her how to do what she did exactly what you said. I was teaching her the way to deal with it is through violence. Mm -hmm. And that's not where we want our babies to be in this world. Right. We are, we cannot, we cannot like, like push the violent, but that doesn't work well for us. We have another way. We know culturally and historically that if this world is showing us a lot of hate, we have to combat, combat it with a lot of like love Mm -hmm. and nurturing. Mm-hmm. And our babies aren't going to get a second chance if they're being met by officials or police. They're not going to get those. I don't know. Canada's different here. Mm, we not, much, not, much, mm-hmm. not much, not much, mm-hmm. not much, mm-hmm.
0: not much, oh, not much. Are, are you guys having police violence? Oh, absolutely. And I think we talked about this on many occasions that like it's scarier in Canada because at least what? the shit that's happening in America makes the news. Like at least it's, 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 it's at least a center stage. It's like, it's on front page. Okay. Our stuff is like happening behind closed doors. We have polite racism and it's still taking lives and it's still like, you know, ruining families and it's still disproportionately like, you know, affecting black men and women and indigenous men and women, but like, it's just not making the news. Yeah. We were there. We were there. And I know Canada is a little behind
2: America. Mm. Um, So hopefully it will sort of impress upon, it will go North and you'll yeah. start, it'll start being the rage, but um, it's, it's heartbreaking being a parent, a black parent, raising black children mm-hmm. in a world where you have your kids, may, you may not, I don't watch the news because it's too much. It's too much on my nervous system. Mm-hmm. It's too much. I don't know. The information that comes to the news is aggressive. Yeah. yeah. Dark. Why do I want my daughter to be, you know, privy of that? So I'm very careful on what we don't watch anything. Um, so that's the thing. It's just guarding them. So that of obviously the world's very different than how we grew up, but guarding her, her atmosphere and what she's receiving. I don't know. It's just, it's a, obviously a lot harder. It's just, we haven't identified anything easy yet. It's just all hard. So when people sign up <laughs> for Conscious Parenting, like just know it is, it is the greatest challenge, but it's worth it. And we all have mm-hmm. grace. We all have communities come here come to whatever podcast can nurture you and going, sis, it sucks, but it's worth it. Mm. Sis, I know mm. you're crying in the corner of your bedroom and I've cried right there many times over here. <laughs> and, it, and and get those tears out and know that it's painful because it does, it hits you on like, I never, uh, why when I was a kid, I didn't have to, you know, my do- yeah. I didn't get to say, I didn't get this respect. Yeah. I didn't get these rights. And now I'm trying to like afford it to my daughter. It's, it's a trip on so many levels, but I love that yeah. you said, ego because that's a big part of it. We have to check our ego every single day, every day, every day. I, yesterday I went to this, uh, the network stars. I don't know if you're familiar with stars. Do you mm-hmm. guys have it there? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it, it, they have this pr- uh, event called hashtag take the lead where they speak about, um, diversifying diversity and inclusivity and like bringing the world closer to understanding that there's a thousand different types of people we have to be accepting. And they called me to interview Simone Biles. So I was like, cool. cool. I get there and my daughter's with me and, you know, I, I prepared her, please. This is my job. (laughs) Um, you know, just be cool and (laughs) make sure you have your iPad and your headphones and as soon as we get there, one of the women that was one of the producers was like, does she want cookies? Oh, Lord. Thanks uh, for shooting sure oh her no. like, um, Thanks, sis. Just, you know, maybe one, you know, just like a, like a congratulations and make sure you're on your best behavior. But of course, cookies aren't going to allow her to be on her best behavior because no the sugar's going to hit the bloodstream. Yeah. And she is jumping. She's jumping. I- She's jumping and Simone walks in. She's like, Simone, 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 Simone. I was oh like, my oh my goodness. <laughs> now I'm mortified. Now I look unprofessional. I'm living but- for this. And I just was like, okay, we're good. Be cool. Like trying to whisper in her ear yeah. and like, oh, and then saying to Simone on the side, well, you know, you know, uh, you know, childcare issues, but I hope it's okay. And <laughs> Her dad, her dad's standing there like, what is happening? Like, we got this like fan. I thought this was going to be professional, you oh, know? Geez. And so I leaned to him. I'm like, oh, your dad, nice to meet you. This is my daughter, you know, childcare issues. But she loves Simone oh my so gosh. much. I mean, what's so great about what you do, Simone, is that you influence all these little brown kids around the world. Yeah. She's one of them. Can I get a pic? <laughs> <laughs> and there, and it made my daughter's world oh. and god was like yes and it was this cute little picture of the two of them that's so and beautiful my daughter can then go to school and be like i met simone biles that's so amazing that's and so cool feel, and feel like she's met somebody that she's like adored from afar for so long you know i, I mean kudos who does you.
0: I think that that's super dope and also very inspiring yeah. for Sen and I, because I think one of the things that we sometimes struggle with is that nine, right? It's that like, we of course want to present ourselves for this professionals and we want to, you know, be taken seriously and we want to continue to grow this pot, this podcast and this platform, but we fear like, mm-hmm. oh no, like if Yara's in the background screaming, if Winter comes and grabs a mic, if Winter like, what happens? What happens when? even though this is a podcast about mothering, which sounds super like hypocritical and contradictory, what happens when mothering enters the podcast in a very like intentional and real way? How do we navigate that? And I I love to hear that you're like, yeah, but like, this is a a part of who I am. And my daughter doesn't care.
2: She's like, (laughs) I need to be professional. She's like, whatever, eating, like, like, what do you call it? I'm scarfing two cookies. <laughs> <I'm> <laughs> like, them into her mouth. Hey, okay. But in this room, I don't know what I'm walking into. I ask more questions, but I get hired thinking it's just gonna be me and Simone in a hotel room. Like not thinking of it. Y'all there was an audience. Oh, wow. wow. Oh my <laughs> God. <laughs> I walk into this room, there's Method Man. There's the cast of <gasps> Pete Valley. I'm like, what is oh happening? My God. Oh my That's God, not my show,
0: not my show.
2: <laughs> Love Pete Valley. <laughs> <laughs> I'm counting on the days until June 3rd. Go! What are you talking about? Oh my gosh! Yeah, that is crazy. And I was just like, well, I just try to make a joke out of it. Like, isn't she cute? Yeah, you know, I'm doing the best I can. Like, oh but my god, she has made me just suck it up on so many occasions, and there's nothing I can do about it. I can't control it. I remember doing the Aladdin premiere with Will Smith, and when I say it was like. Okay, just sit right there. The, the red carpet's a very specific thing. Just sit at that gate and you can like read your book. Girl, Will Smith walks up, my child. Woo! <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Thank Literally God. Me. Thank God, Will kind of remembers me because I used to dance with him back in, back in the day. He picks up my daughter and there they are cuddling. Oh me. my God. Oh,
1: that's so sweet.
2: But so mortified I'm like ah, like making stupid jokes I'm yeah. just embarrassed and uncomfortable and like what do you do right I'm like huh what do you think he's your daddy he's not like <laughs> it's it's she she like triggers my anxiety when she's on my job it's so much I have to worry. It's what oh
1: I my gosh
2: another challenge to put on my list of things to no, do not
0: the awkward jokes oh, oh my, my god. god that is a moment Hysterical. I
1: don't know what I would have done. That's funny. Oh
0: that is god. so freaking see? funny. But... <laughs> oh my right. god! Why are they that way? Like so yeah. uninhibited. Like they don't like no, literally no shits to give. Like it's they're like, just oh, enjoying
1: life. That's they are. That's why they're just enjoying
0: their lives. No shit. She's seen Aladdin. She likes the genie. She didn't care. She that's didn't care. true. This was her moment. You genie. were the guest. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: i was the person who afforded her that gift exactly i like, okay, cool. not right? gonna embarrass you on the record. i mean all the like the publicists i was like oh god they could have kicked us off the carpet
0: damn easily.
2: don't touch the stuff you know so easily of course yeah of course um but oh, thank you god <laughs> it all worked out because that was stressful
0: that's incredible and also like wow like your your daughter has like a like a a laundry list of incredible experiences that, like, I feel like a bunch of other kids are going to be like, wait, what? So what even like, at three years old, you jumped into the arms of Will Smith? Tell me more about that. <laughs> right? Like, just phenomenal experiences. But, I mean, again, it's because you have decided, maybe sometimes, you know, for reasons outside of your control, to merge those two um, realities, right? Some people are, like, very much, like, I can't, my kid cannot come. My kids can't be around. My, I, I'm not like, some people don't even know that they're parents for God's sakes. Like mm. parenting is so far. It's like, what, well, like it's, it's a hat that they, I'm not going to say it's not another hat that they wear proudly, but they just keep it so separate. Separate, yeah. And uh, yeah, like, I just think the fact that you really have married the two, um, again, sometimes maybe out of choice and sometimes out of necessity. <laughs> it's a pretty beautiful <laughs> thing.
2: I don't really have a choice. I mean, when you're a single mom, it's like, you got to do what you, and her dad's around, but for some reason, like moms are the, not like, we're just, we're the mainstay. Right. Yeah. And the dad is like, you know, optional when he has time
0: or, he's not.
2: but but a dad isn't good. Well, I don't know about when you're married to it. I guess it's different when you're married, but.
0: Girl, um, listen to me. I've heard some horror stories. <laughs> yeah. You'd be surprised, chef.
2: You'd be surprised. No. So her dad is like, but I'm working. I'm busy. I'm like, well, so am I. Hello. Yeah. But wow. you know, he's out of town for two weeks working on a TV show. It's like, okay, well, I guess I'll take care of everything in the next two what? weeks. I mean, he typically takes her to school every morning. So that's great. So I can like get her dressed, take a nap. Right. Which That's is nice. Awesome. Um, But when he's out of town, it's like, I got to do it all all the pickups, mm-hmm. all the all the managing of, of the, her mental health, all of the making sure she does her homework. So mm-hmm. when you're a single mom, we just don't have that choice sometimes. No, She's gonna be on a premiere line. She's gonna be at my job. And as uncomfortable as it is, I have to just rely on the fact that she's a kid and she's charming and everybody will love her. Please. This is true. They always do. <laughs> they always do.
0: They always do. And again, because of the way that you're raising her and the way that like, again, the relationship that you're building, Um, Mm -hmm. you're making it so that you know people will enjoy her because she's (laughs) 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 at this point all we can do is hope
2: I know it's funny (laughs) funny because our kids are different around in public than they are when they're just at home right oh god you tell me yeah
1: 100%
2: she finds so much joy in not listening to me sometimes. And I'm like, oh my God, my child. <laughs> and then I, I go to like a parent teacher conference. And the first things they say is, she's such a great listener. Oh Lord. Oh, every guidance. time. I mean, the way my face was like, really? Like, <laughs> okay. Which is great. That means she's learning the lesson. She just could give an F at home, right? Here this is too. where she's free. That's true. have to. As long as she's doing it out there, I guess. This I is guess. what I
0: say. Because I said my sister took my daughter last weekend and they went downtown. And it's not that I have like anxiety about taking Yara downtown. I just sometimes feel like I, I overthink like how like it's just going to be super crazy and chaotic. And they went up and down. They were walking the strip. They went from one, like one friend's house to my godfather's house. And they went like on the streetcar and they were here and there. And she's like, she had a blast. She loved it. And she was so well behaved. And I'm just like, I feel like if I took her to do that, she would be giving me such a hard time. She'd be running around and grabbing things and just like not listening. And they're like, no, Yara's a dream. She was a dream. And I'm just like, it's just, it's really, it's weird. They, I don't know if they put on for others or if, again, if they're just like, they, they just see, maybe they're just, their, their guard is down when they're around you. So they just feel like they can get away with, them. I don't know. I don't know what it is, yeah, that's what I would it is. rather it that way.
2: That's what the professionals <laughs> say, they say, That when they're home, they get to let loose. They get to be free. They get to just be whatever because they know here we're going to love them and support them no matter what, right? Mm -hmm. And so we should be proud that they run amok up in our house because they're free and they're relaxed and they feel safe. So it's hard because it's like, could you flush the (laughs) toilet?
1: That's one way to spin it. (laughs) <laughs> she feels so free to draw on my couch. Yeah,
2: yay, <laughs> girl. So my daughter's free. feeding her name all over her room. I'm like, what are you, What are we doing, bro? <laughs> like,
0: she's oh lord, the stress, just... <laughs> man. And we've decided to do it again, friends. Yay, mommy! Right? And here we here we are. I, this it, this conversation went in so many yeah. incredible directions there was no structure but we covered it all we somehow. covered literally everything everything <laughs> we wanted like to cover that. no I don't, like- I, do, I don't either so maybe now you can just tell our followers where they can find you maybe you could tell them a little bit about mama's day because I mean I love nothing's better than like listening to this podcast and learning about even more incredible podcasts that they can listen to and learn from As-
2: yes yes so I started Mama's Stay in October of 2021 because wow. I realized during the pandy, I felt like I was, I'm like, can you have postpartum when your kid is six and a half or seven, <laughs> is that possible? I was so in a dark space, like mm. not just being a mom and all the complexities every day, but now she's home all day. Oh, now I have to be her teacher. Now I have to take on teaching and mommying. Like it was so, so hard for us. And we were just knocking heads every single day. And I was depressed, to be honest. I was like, this is a dark, dark spot that I don't think I've ever been before. I I think I've been sailing through this mommying, never in this place where I'm like, ooh, this, this child thing is a problem. And so I wanted to build a community where, we had a safe space to even bitch about the things we're going through, right? A thousand percent. And go, it's so hard. What are you doing? Yeah. And not only function every day, not only secure your child's sense of self and create and make sure that they're confident and they're loving and they're kind, but that you can pour your own cup too, right? Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. to have these women come on my podcast, literally Mama Stay which is from Namaste in yoga. Yes, I love it. The mommy in me sees and honors the mommy in you. And you can talk about whatever you want. You can tell us about the the worst moment in your mommying and how you overcame it. Because the most important thing is in this society in 2022, we have tricked ourselves into thinking, oh, I can just do it all myself. No, girl. Historically Mm -hmm. we did it in groups and community and we've lost that in this capitalistic society, my house and my, this, well, sometimes you need your tribe. And especially as a single mom, my daughter's aunties are everything, right? My parents are here too, but it's almost like her aunties are the ones that are going to pour into her with the same ideology I'm pouring into her right? Because you Mm -hmm. pick your friends that are similar. My parents are a different generation that don't really understand. I'm leading my parents right now Mm -hmm. in how to parent my daughter, Mm -hmm. right? So I've had some hiccups with my mom too, where she's like, "Um, you know, you should, and I'm like, well, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Thank you for, before you even go any further, I'm doing this. I'm very clear about how I want to raise my child, lead my child, So let's not get into the back and forth about what I should do, because to be perfectly honest, the way I was raised was a problem for me. Mm. You were not in a good space the entire time I was in your house. So I don't, I cannot receive your advice on how to do something because it didn't work well with me. And Mm. I think to speak in a very calm voice without the emotion is a really good way to, to approach it like facts. You know, my mom was a teacher. My dad was a lawyer. So I got facts. Right. Mm -hmm. And the most important thing I could do is to not even talk to them at all about it. Just show them by parenting my daughter with the way that I need to do it. And when she spends time with my parents, they're like, she's so happy. She's so loving. She's so confident. She's so smart. She's so Mm -hmm. witty. She's such an amazing kid. Yes, she is. Mm-hmm. Yes, she is because I've allowed her to create the space to be the kid that she wants to be. Amen. Right. So mama stay is a, is a community all about that, where I have found these incredible moms, mostly either I knew them from my Hollywood days, or I know them because they are huge influencers on TikTok and Instagram. Mm-hmm. And I think that's It's so I'm just inspired by all of them as I am now inspired by you guys that you come from your first generation Canadian and that that's a hard, that's a hard thing to shift, Mm -hmm. but I honor you both for the intention to shift because that's the first hard step is to know it's hard and then to still walk down that path. So thank you for being part of this tribe of conscious parenting throughout the world. And I love that we are getting these opportunities to actually like get to know each other, to hold hands because it's not easy.
0: Agreed. (laughs) Well said. And I think like, again, you said it in the beginning and I feel like it would be like, we would be remiss not to say it again. And I think, you know, conscious parenting is something that has existed and something that I've heard of um, far before I was a parent. Um, But what I find refreshing and very, very affirming is to see women that look like me doing it and I Listen. think that that's the best thing because it gives me it feels like I have license now to step into something that I feel like I couldn't before because like I, I think now even as black women we can identify that as, as what it is it's conscious parenting it's not like the white way to do things as, oh, you know, as, yeah. Caribbean, as many caribbeans like to call it right oh, they yeah. just associate with that something with that's west with a western parent or the way white people parent and it's like it's not that like it's, it's no. not that no, we got to, got to stop
2: doing that like white way. And because yeah. the white way is, is devoid of trauma. <laughs> There's oh, no. no trauma. So if you want to call it the white way or the conscious way, I want to raise my kid without me raising her through my trauma. Mm-hmm. That is mm-hmm. not fair. I want to raise her with carefree. The world is beautiful because she can figure that crap out later. But if I raise her to be the strongest and, you know, my house, even though I'm de- redecorating the pictures that are around my house, not of like real people, they're all of like these black Queens, Amen. Like, we have a Beyonce picture. That's all the lyrics of I slay. Amen. Like we have, I actually do have a picture on, on my living room wall that says you cannot pour from an empty cup. All the things that feed this world of conscious parenting so that my daughter, when we come home to our sanctuary, she constantly being reinforced. This is who you are. This is your reflection. This is where we are safe and we are loved out there. You can use everything that you gain in this house to go slay the dragons out there because you will have to one day, but this place Mm -hmm. you'll get to see you. You're going to be reflected. You're going to be loved we're gonna have communication, we're gonna work things out, we're gonna break it down. Cause the world is not gonna necessarily give that to her. But if I give that to her, then that's something that she can then give to other people. She can mm. then expect that from others. And it just opens up this beautiful well of communication across the board, right? It's her not being triggered. It's her, all these things that as a society, yeah. somebody's got to start it. You guys are doing it now in Canada. You guys are going to influence all these people. Oh, well, the Canadians are different than Americans. Yes. Well, we have a lot of people from the islands. Yes. But that's a beautiful thing that you are influencing them because the people from the islands, y'all were enslaved too. hundred percent. But mm-hmm. you didn't have to deal with the American crap on top of it. It's more straight, it's straight. We're conf- We're a little bit all over the place, but you guys are straight from the island where you were enslaved. So I just I honor you, and I, I, I know for sure your parents. it's not about you just trying to explain it. It's you just doing what you know you need to do. They'll see it, and they automatically will shift.
0: Mm-hmm. They will
2: automatically it's go already. Yeah, yeah.
0: I love it. It is. It's happening. It's happening already. And again, I think, but I, I much like what we, you know, disc- discussed earlier, I think the challenge in the shift is the recognition of the source. It's the pain, it's the healing. And in, in approaching Yara as of someone who needs to be respected at three, my mom has to reconcile that she's still not respected by her mom at 56. Right. So it's like, mm-hmm. God, how can I give this kid what I don't even have now? And it's like, yeah, but the, but you, you should, because you should have it. And that's the problem. Mm-hmm. You don't have it, but you should, you're entitled to it. You were entitled to it then, and you're still entitled to it now. Right. And I think that it's just, it's just so hard. It's so hard for them. It's mm-hmm. really, really hard. Um, mm-hmm. But I love the idea of not bombarding them with the explanation, just showing and proving. It's not for you necessarily, we don't have yeah. to go back and forth about whether or not you think it's right or wrong. It's just what we're going to do. One hundred percent, and I'm going to leave you with one thing. Because I know we've been on here for two hours, <laughs> <last year>. um,
2: <laughs> so there are some books I, I would recommend right
1: sure.
2: now. Um, Excellent, definitely we'll conscious. Pod.
1: I have a note.
2: <laughs> definitely conscious parenting by Dr. Shafali. Read that. Definitely her other book, Radical Awakening. It is like a full macro picture of our world right now, how parenting and, and institutionalized racism and, and feminism and patriarchy all blend together. Mm. It's a beautiful web that she is with. Web- and this is the last, and, and this is my third suggestion, and also very charged. It is a book called Mother Hunger. Ooh, chap. So I'm actually a guest on Red Table Talk. And oh, okay, yeah, you say ooh now. Okay, And it is on the book Mother Hunger. Whether you lost a mother to she's passed, or you were adopted and don't know her, or you have a complicated relationship with your mother, it is all about that maternal line that apparently when your grandmother is pregnant with your mom, that every part of you is already in your mother. We Mm. are intricately connected. And I had because I had a very complicated relationship with my mom, I boohooed like a baby. I didn't even know it was there. I thought I've gone to therapy, I've healed. Talk about the trauma and the healing and all the work you have to do on yourself. I'm talking about this book, Falling Like a Baby. What? I'm so embarrassed, but it was my, but it was my truth and Jada so related. And so did Willow. And so I'm excited for people to see that I'm, somebody has to walk out on that plank and be like, this is my ugly truth. But from this, my daughter will benefit from my embarrassing bawling on this TV show. Somebody will see that there's another way to do it. And it doesn't matter that I, my ego is bruised or I have to admit my faults or nobody agrees with me. What matters is that I know it's leading myself, that I'm leading my daughter to a place where she will be a functional, loving, productive woman in this society who is not desperate to heal her trauma as much as I have, I've been trying to to heal mine. Right. So my, That's powerful. You know I always say that no parent is immune to their kids having issues, none, no matter how we, mm-hmm. care of course our kids will be like, but I wish you did it the other way. Like yeah. it's, it's just what it is. But all I know is I have to do it the way that I feel sits right with my soul and my daughter will commu- and get, make sure you have that good communication. So at some point she can say, I don't like when you make fun of me in front of other people and we be like, okay, let's fix that. Mm -hmm. Let's fix it. So I don't want that to go until you're 18 and then you're cutting yourself, you're doing drugs, you're begging for therapy. Then I won't, I won't do it anymore. But that's like, you know, it's the communication, it's the healing, it's all of that. It's all of it. So we have a long road, but again, we, as this generation, you guys are younger than me, but those of us parenting right now are in a beautiful, it's a beautiful opportunity to turn the page, to cut the cord from the past and to start fresh. Tanika Ray, folks, listen,
0: I am <laughs> I am—I—I I am full, okay, I am full. Yeah. <laughs> this episode has full, oh my goodness. I am nourished, I am full. I'm, I'm not, not cutting
1: be, anything today. Nothing, I'm not <laughs> cutting no, a no, thing. this
0: is gonna be a raw edit. And the, the truth of the you matter you guys to grab a snack. Like, <laughs> with um, Sanana and I were just saying before, we we're like, oh my gosh, because like one of the symptoms that we've been facing and battling is like fatigue. And we are just like, you know what? We're going to just go in and we're going to do our best because like, you know, like we're excited about this and we know that Tanika's going to be awesome. You legit, I'm revived. I'm going to go party. I don't know where I'm oh, going. Like, I'm yep. going out of the town. I'm up. <laughs> I'm revived. <laughs> I'm revived. Thank <laughs> you <laughs> so much. Thank for you. everything yeah. that you've shared you are a true 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 light and like just such an integral part of this community of the black community of the mother mm-hmm. like, you are just it, you're, you're you're everything we thought you would be and then some
2: i love it you see me i see you the mommy in me <laughs> season honors the mommy in you i love it <laughs> so dope it's thank you fun. ladies You're welcome forever. Let's continue on my pod. Mama, stay with absolutely
1: all right, friends. Um, we are about to wrap it up, and you know what that means. I am going to tell y'all to head over to our website at wildinap.ca where you can listen to our latest episodes. You could check out our merch, check out our bomb mom. Hats and sweaters and T-shirts.
0: Um,
1: and you can listen, read birth stories because we're gonna be collecting some more and also adding ours soon. Yes. (laughs) And um, you can also check us out on the socials. That's WTN Podcast on Instagram, or you could head over to Apple Podcasts where you can rate and review this podcast. You've listened to the whole thing, the whole two hours, (laughs) so you better give us that five stars. (laughs)
0: <laughs> like hello okay.
1: Um. but I think that's all for the housekeeping so with that being said nap time is over and we'll see you guys on our next episode bye friends <laughs> bye friends
2: imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt now imagine them getting even softer over time